Welcome back to the Out of Ashan podcast. We're excited to move uh, into further conversation about um, this whole idea of narrative. And, and there's two there's two folds to the narrative, right? You have the narrative that's given, and then there's the narrative that you speak to yourself. So there's there's so many layers to the narrative, but sometimes these catchphrases tries to lump some everything in there so that you can tuck in the fine print. And as they say, the devil is in the fine print. Like that's not just a cliche term. That's an actual reality. The lower vibrations sneak in through the details. And we're not taught to look at details. We're taught to consume. Like you were talking about earlier, you talked about how um, they call us consumers. So if you're being called a consumer, that's a narrative. And then you think, I'm a consumer. I need to buy this. I need to get this. I need to go here. That's now the narrative is playing in you because of the power of word, which aligns itself back to what the Most High did in the beginning when he created us in his image and likeness. When you're made in the image and likeness, Most High right. said, let there be light. And then there was light. There was a formation. There was a process. And then it became. So right now, if we're sowing seeds of of all of these different agendas and ideals that are contrary to nature, contrary to uh, human um, um, productivity or health, what type of fruit are we going to get? What type of narratives are going to become, are going to grow from that initial narrative or seed that was planted, which goes to the identity. Mm -hmm. How do you identify? How do you see yourself? What is mm -hmm. your identity? And if you've been stripped, like you talk about within the Afro spaces where there's a trauma-based economy, as they say, there's trauma in the in the TV, the movies, the so forth and so on. If you're constantly seeing these imaging of being subpar below, as they call it, sub-Sahara, which would be lower, or, you know, we talk about understanding mm -hmm. versus overstanding, um, or they talk about how the Savior came, that he might destroy the works of Satan or the lower vibration and to liberate, right? So liberation isn't just economic, which is a part of it. It's not just social, but it starts in the mental. So we go back to once again, in our last podcast, we talked about the Greco-Roman um, framework is built into the New Testament. So if you understand that and you read the New Testament with that understanding, then you can understand where things are right now and how it's cyclically happening and, and is multiplying because the New Testament is the beginning of Western culture. It is the beginnings of Western culture because it started with the Greeks. The Greeks were the first European uh, entity to really um, gain like a world dominance of a sort um, with uh, civilization after it, you know, coming into the garden or AKA Africa, whether you want to call it Kemet. And then it got, as they, some would scholars would say was whitewashed into uh, Egypt. Or, um, if you want to call it, if you want to go further back into Abu Kalan, Sahara slave trade, when the Muslims and, and, uh, Arab situations were happening, Sahara slave trades and things of that mm -hmm. nature that was going on. Or if you want to go all the way back to the book of Genesis, where it called it the land of, uh, some would call Ham, um, or it could be Japheth, depending on how you look at that. But that's a whole nother conversation that we'll talk about at another time. But understanding the the identity, um, the scriptures talk about in 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 the New Testament, which 
um, you know, a lot of it is referenced off of the old, and and that's a whole nother conversation, whether old or new. But for or new conversation's mm-hmm. sake, the New Testament talks about how he's Paul says that the weapons are not physical. The greatest weapons are not physical, but they're imaginations and thoughts. What is he talking about? Narrative. (laughs) Ultimately, what narrative is being spoken or you receive is what's going to show up into the physical space. So if we overstand those principles, Mm -hmm. if you keep telling somebody, you stupid, man, you dumb, I'm going to always be broke, or whatever narrative you believe or have been told or you see, whether it be through media, through TV, through music, like you said in our previous podcast, where the music, especially me working in hip-hop, hearing, you know, uh, always talking about our women in a certain way or talking about finances or talking about the struggle or every song has a a formula or a remedy or a narrative that perpetuates itself so that it becomes commonplace and normalized. Once something becomes normalized, that means it's sealed in the subconscious and in the spirit, as we call it, or in your mind, and then it's going to just replicate itself. So when you say, well, why y'all keep killing each other? Well... After a period of time, yeah, yeah now it's on autopilot. You don't have to really um, do anything because now it's just going to do be itself. You know, I'm I'm glad you mentioned that point because I, I recall last week I asked you a question about predisposition, things that people are predisposed to, and this whole mm-hmm. idea of health. Right? I think we were talking about like diabetes. You know, sometimes we we hear the stats that 60% of African-Americans or 70% of African-Americans are more likely to have diabetes. But when you go back into the topic of the narrative, but you look around the community and you see the different eating options that are available to you, you can go to a certain, you can see certain restaurants, certain types of food and automatically assume and get very close as to Mm. who lives in that community and vice versa. You can look for the Whole Foods and know who lives in that community. But then when you go and read the statistics, you realize, okay, this situation doesn't affect these people. And what's the link here? Because we always talk about health. We talk about lifestyle, food choices. So we know what's good and we know what's bad. So we can see how the narrative plays. You want to go to a black neighborhood? You're going to see what? Liquor stores and churches. We know that to be true. And then what do we see in physical form? Liquor store, churches, decadence so we know the answer we know the answer we know how this is going to play out so the question is how do we take control of our narrative to rewrite and to empower well, ourselves once again because no, what, you know well, i think one that thing you said in the conversation we had i think last week where and you could touch on it a little bit more about um like the 99 cent store and giving um like produce and stuff because we're like oh in the in the communities all we're eating right. is hot Cheetos and so forth and so on. Our children don't eat that stuff. We need to have more access because we are food deserts. So, yes. But narrative would say, and and as you said earlier, even when they have access to it, because you said something, I can't remember all the details. Do you you remember what I'm talking about when you were talking about how the government um, or there was like some type of subsidies that were put in place where they were getting fresh produce? Fresh fruit is... Yes. So, so what what they found is in some of these uh, food deserts is that the f- certain foods, fruits, and vegetables is not that people didn't have access to it. Is that given the alternative to other things available, they wouldn't buy it. 
So certain cities, they gave subsidies to like the dollar store. So now when you go to a dollar store, what they realize is these dollar stores that people, when you go in there, you'll see their food section is all non-perishable items because that's where a lot of people in the community were coming to buy their food, things in cans, things in bags, instant mashed potatoes, things of that nature. They wouldn't buy the real potato. They'll do the instant version. So that's why it, when you put that up against the grocery store, then the grocery store is not making money because the grocery stores are buying everything is fresh, 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 fresh. So what they did was they said, okay, let's let's give subsidies to these dollar stores to bring fresh fruits and vegetables in. I mean, literally for free. The dollar stores didn't have to pay for it. They're putting in these centers because they know this is where the community is shopping. Long story short, community members mm-hmm. still weren't buying the foods. They would still go get the processed food. They would still eat what has been they've been their mm-hmm. palates have been accustomed to. And then another reason is that when you go to certain farmers markets, certain establishments. You can see uh, star fruit, like fruits and things that if you weren't grown accustomed to or you weren't educated about, you wouldn't really know what to do with it. So there's an educational piece that goes into it. So if I tell somebody, do you like hummus? They may say, yeah, but then I can also say, you like chickpeas? They're like, what's that? They don't even know. They may not know that the chickpea is what is the main ingredient to create the hummus. So you have to show them and educate them how the different forms or how this food can be utilized. And that will go a long way in kind of helping people to understand better lifestyle, better choices, so that we're we're not so reactive in nature that we 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 tend to make those big big uh, jumps or those big strides when after we hit calamity, after mm-hmm. we hit some type of traumatic experience, after we've been diagnosed with this. Now we have to live a vegetarian life. After we've we've gone through this where we have maybe colon cancer or this and it's known now the doctor says, well, you need to eat green leafy vegetables. You need to eat more iron in order to live. But we can make these decisions now 100%. before it gets to that point. And that's the thing that we want to kind of focus on as the Ashan Foundation is this is why we've done so much work with BTE. We want to do this here stateside as well is how can we create environments, farming? How can we get our young folks passionate about the earth, not just protecting the earth but also understanding what comes out because when we go back to the garden it says that adam and eve mm-hmm. had everything they needed they had everything all yeah. everything they needed was right there and as we can see you if you go to a desert land or whatever you're going to see something growing off the ground whether it's grass whether it's weeds whether it's r- brush that's how the earth is designed so we as people need to understand that the earth it's plentiful. God created it a certain way. And we need to understand what it is, what it is we need to do and how we need to survive and coexist on this wonderful, wonderful but planet. That we live a lot in. of the, the the problems and the challenges is the the the, the society and the way it's, it's been uh, developed and, infra- and the infrastructure has been set where it's instantaneous, fast, keep it moving. Because remember earlier right. in our last podcast talked about consumerism. So if you got real potatoes, mm-hmm. real carrots, real produce, that takes what? Time. It's going to take too much time to cut it up. Da, 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 mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. So I'm just going to push through and get it instant. And it has the appearance as a potato made with real potatoes. But then when you turn it around, like them plantain chips this mammal was uh, eating, flip them joints over. <laughs> it should maybe have like two to three. How, 3, how plantain chips have that many ingredients? <laughs> Anytime you can't read... Where it says Zoc for penipes and all these different types. <laughs> you, you need Webster's dictionary just to read the ingredients. So it's, it's crazy. Food and That's Drug true, Administration. 
which what does it do? It gets you sick. And then so the system is constantly an evolving um, one thing leads to another. So being more educated about that, right. that's why when I was younger and I'll be eating, I'll see my tray and I got all this French fries and pizza and all this stuff that tastes good because my palate, like you said, has been conditioned through the materials, through the, the, mm-hmm. the different ingredients. But I'll look at, say, a European and they have like a salad and da 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 da. And I'm like, I would never eat that. I'm going to eat this. Da-da. You can't really get full off of that. So the conditioning to think that this is good because it's product and it's, it, 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 it keeps things moving, whereas the natural thing is sh- shunned or our natural hair is what? Shunned. Or our natural is shunned. Anything that's natural, right. we shun it. So then we go back into spirit space because remember what he said, the weapons of our warfare are not physical, but they're mental and they're spiritual, which is in the same space in the way that I'm defining it in this context. So when I say mental, I mean spiritual. Right. So once you understand everything that's anti-nature, is going to result in calamity. If you look in throughout scripture, even in the Old Testament, you would see um, Noah was trying to warn the people, hey, the way you guys are living is going to cause more damage. It's not sustainable. They was like, nah, no, it's not. It's always right. going to be here. We popping, we lit, we this, we that. And they kept on going. And he would just keep telling them, like, listen, this is not going to work out. I'm going to build this boat because this global climate, it ain't going to stay the same. Climate change. Oh, no, there's no no such thing. All these different factors, and I'm not here to get into those spaces because what happens is once you hit a buzzword, what are you doing? You're opening up a narrative. Or in in spiritual spaces, Mm -hmm. you're opening up a portal or you're opening up a stronghold or you're opening up a principality and power. So there's there's so many layers to every single thing that is happening. So once you speak, because the power of the word, it tries to typecast you, as some would say. I don't want to be typecast or I don't want to be stereotyped. So all the isms, schisms, all those different Mm -hmm. things are attached to what we call narrative, which is then connected to the, the identity. So like the knee bone is connected to the... That is how it works. (laughs) Everything is connected. So if you be like, oh, that doesn't matter. That's the fine print. You don't think it matters till that interest comes in or till when you've been running that credit card and then the collectors are here for the payment. And that's where America is as a whole. And we need to understand what that means. So that's why we're saying we need to get back to the land and get back to what is natural so that we can rehabilitate, unlearn and relearn. So with the Ashan Foundation, with uh, Out of Ashan, we're using every avenue to reach the people to those who can hear. Remember, our Savior said, he who has an Mm -hmm. ear to hear, let him hear. Let him hear. Let him see. Because you can be seeing and not have vision. You can be hearing but not listening. And that's what all this distraction is. Get you over here about this. And these people are doing this. And, oh, I want to do this. And I want to be this. And I want to do this. When you dig deeper, any topic, and I would love when you guys start sending us comments, we start doing lives, you bring in your question, you bring in what you feel is why you live and what your purpose is. And we, by the grace of the Father, is going to help you understand how to navigate that more appropriately and more um, uh, healthy. It's about a healthy balance. We have fun. Mm -hmm. We got stories for days. Like I told you, me and Cole, you know, as we move on, we'll tell you more in our younger days. <laughs> and even in this day, how much fun we've had, but still was righteous, still was up 
the upkeep of morals. Were we always perfect? No, it's not about. And matter of fact, let me take that back. We are perfect. Right. We're just human. Imperfect. And when you're human, you yeah. have blind spots, right? right? But I'm perfect. You're perfect because the Most High made us this way. So the way I look is perfect. That's why you know some of my female friends will always tell me uh, or say. Uh, you, you need to shave your beard. You need to do this. No, this is how I naturally am. Now, can you trim it? Should I get a shave up? Should I clean mm-hmm. it up? Yeah, okay. That's fine. But I love who I am. I don't need to turn or change myself to appear a certain way so that I feel accepted because I know who I am now. But that took time. Mm. You know? You're not... Now, 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 now you're going down a, uh, another path because I know we... we 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 had a discussion this morning, and I know one of our students had mentioned about the, her the passion for the beauty industry, wigs, and all this other stuff. And uh, I can just I was like, uh oh, here we go. But 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 you said it's true because I mean, ultimately, if if you're comfortable in your own skin, I've never understood a human being's need for control because you can't control human beings. Oftentimes, people can't even control themselves, but people love mm-hmm. to try to control others. I think you should look like this. Why? Does that make you feel comfortable? Like, wh- why should I do this? How does that benefit me as a person? Because often, oftentimes, we don't care how that person is that you're trying to push something on and give directive to how they feel or what their even perception is about the whole situation. I laugh and joke with my little daughters. If I if I give them an order or tell them to do something, dad, that's rude. <laughs> but they don't in turn see that their lack or unwillingness to correct behavior is rude. You, they never see it from that point of view. It's always what somebody's doing to me. I say, see, you don't care about me because the way you're acting is affecting me. And I'm telling you about it, but you don't see that as rude, mm-hmm. condescending, or disrespectful. There, there's a communication situation there, or there's an interpretation of behavior that and, needs and, to be And they've been uh, taught to, to only think but about that, things mm-hmm. from their own perspective, right? It's, it's a, a self, self-focused That's always. It. If you ain't giving me no money, if you're not doing this, That's we it. ain't talk about nothing. Ain't nothing to talk about. Really? Now, now, what did you say earlier? The the symptoms of the end of an age. What it says, lover of themselves. But in fact, I think we because we went over that little piece a little bit too fast. Maybe we maybe we need to go through we'll do it in the and next actually one. Yeah, we'll go, go line by one. line. Oh, I mean, the word will cut you, boy. Why that word will cut you, boy? Cut right through there. Lover of themselves. That, that was and the scriptures were written a long time ago. How, how much more evident in twenty twenty three? Are we able to see on full display people who show that they are they really love themselves so mm. much that they want oh, you to wow. know about it? They're, they're Instagram live and Facebook live and Twitter. I mean, they doing it all TikTok in to mm. show you how much they love. Which themselves. is actually in the most cases uh, mm. a talk- deep insecurity that is a front. It's an affront. It's actually the opposite. So you overly do it. Like, you know, when people be doing too much, they're like, oh, yeah, you do too much. Yeah. Just chill out. Everybody needs to chill out. You, you yeah. got too much. What's this Bama doing? Right. Yeah. You don't, you Bama off. Everybody needs to much. just relax. <laughs> so, yes, but I, um, I think it, we'll, we'll definitely cover a lot of these topics as we move into the next podcast. But we want to thank y'all for being a part of what we're right. um, um, sharing. And if you have any thoughts, any questions, ideas, or even if you disagree, we're open to have the conversation. We're going to always respect each other, but we have a point of view and we're laying sure. foundation right now so that you can understand our philosophical approach to things. But we want to talk about some of these uh, topics in, in the in the pop cultural space because it's nothing new under the sun. Everything that's happening is attached to something right. that has already been. And we'll talk about that as we move along. So we're going to sign off here. 
Don't forget to click. That's it. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Share it. Like. Do it all. We're on Instagram. We're on Spotify. We're on all of the different platforms and social media spaces. So we look forward to connecting with you in the near future. Mm. That's it. We're not TikToking yet, so no, <laughs> no fancy dances over here. <laughs>